Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Berserker01, Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender here at the Captain's Table at the Astro Pub, and your facilitator here at the Captain's Table. What is the Captain's Table? Well, the Captain's Table is a podcast talk show thing <laughs> where we talk about Star Citizen, usually very specific topics. Sometimes we talk about general news and such, but I've been trying to do more specific topics to kind of guide the discussion. And today we've got two very uh, veteran guests, I guess we could say. Uh, we'll start with uh, the Birdman over there, uh, Mr. Diablos. Uh, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? Where can they find you? And yes, that is 100% cosplay. Attempting, you know, it's it's falling apart on me because I haven't actually properly set it up properly yet. Yeah. Um. What do I do? I play the game. You also do that. You hit a cosplay. You've won cosplay yeah, competitions. No, do I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, yes, I I make a lot of cosplay. I um I if you actually, I just cheat your little window here and just do the old. Twisty. Yeah. I've got that big boy behind me. That's the Defiance, right? I, yep. Oh, wow. Full suit. And I also got what I wanted to do next, which is the Morat Bodokov Redshift behind me as well. Nice. Too much. Okay. There we go. Um, and I do a lot of like FPS gaming and stuff. Nice. I'm also uh, talking I'll... softly intentionally because I'll move it in closer in a second. There we go. I'll turn you up, turn you up a little bit more, so you're good. Uh, <clears throat> all right, and uh, Space Coder, who are you? What are you doing, Star Citizen? Where can they find you? Hello, I am the Space Coder, and uh, I am a Star Citizen content creator. But more importantly, I am the uh, what do you call me, Quartermaster General, yes. the proprietor of the Star Citizen Armory. And if you don't know what the Armory is, uh, the Armory is a tool that lets you find where to buy or loot uh, in the latest update. Uh, FPS gear and Star Citizen. And uh, if you don't know where to find it, follow the link in the chat if you're here live. Uh, if you're watching this it'll be uh, in, from in your homes on YouTube, it's going to be in the description. Yes, it'll be in the description. The armory.spacecoder.space. A lot yeah. of space. So. Lots of space. Uh, and you're also the... Are you still the, the information officer or the PR officer for... Uh... Uh, no, not anymore. Uh, okay. I now run the, run the mining and salvage division. Uh, taking okay. a little break from doing the PR stuff. What's the org again? Uh, Atlas Defense Industries. Atlas if you're looking Defense for some Industries. organized play, uh, go go join us. Yeah, it's go. fun. Can you do me a favor? Can you sure. not be one of those orgs that spams in chat continuously? <laughs> hey, join our org. Yeah, yeah, no. You actually read chat, Diabolus? Uh, yes, I find it funny when people start raging at each other. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you blow me up? Uh, and then you get the uh, all the uh, swearing going on. It's funny. All right. Well, I've never seen us type in chat, but uh, well, I cannot speak for all the members. Uh, well, today's theme, uh, because we've got Diabolus here, and because we have Space Code here, also because this is an idea I had come up, and it just so happens that these two individuals were free, and they kind of fit within this whole concept, anyways, is customization. Customization in Star Citizen. So we're going to talk about um, customization in terms of player customization, in terms of uh, civilian clothing, the fashion, the FPS customization, and the uh, the ship customization. What CIG does 
right, well right now, what they do poorly on right now, and how they can improve in the future. Um, so, and as always, we'd, I'd love to hear your own feedback. If you're watching this after the fact on YouTube, hit that uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, do all those things. But, you know, comment in the below as well if you, your own thoughts and opinions on this as well. I like to go read those. Um, I do read every comment. I don't respond to everyone, but I do read every comment. I don't, don't know if I'd be able to do that. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, let's talk about the first topic. Let's talk about character customization. Space Coder, what does CIG do well? What do they do poorly? And how could they improve? What they do well is that the character models actually look really good. And especially when you look at the stuff they have for Squadron 42, the new hair models, the new face models, it looks amazing. But what they the do wrong the is that it looks really amazing good. when an artist does it. Yes. The actual customization for players is absolute garbage. And I don't understand how CAG came up with this concept. I, I kind of see where they were going with it. But this is so far away from how every single game out there does character customization that I can't actually see a lot of people do anything incredible with it. Like, my advice to CAG is ditch the character customizer as it is, go on Steam, buy Skyrim Legendary Edition, then download the character customization mod, Control-C, Control-V. You know it. that doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, yes, I do, but I, I appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is 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 look at look at how other companies do it. Don't try yeah. to reinvent the wheel. Just, just There is no reason to reinvent the wheel. Go with what is the standard there, because you can extend it. Because when you look at games like Dark Souls or, you know, mostly like Japanese games and that kind of stuff, they have amazing character customization where you have a person taking a picture and then customizing the character to look exactly as the picture in, you know, under half a, half an hour. You know, yeah. just give us something like that. Give us something where we can actually create something, not just mix and mash like seven predefined faces. So, so more and, character creation rather than character cooking is what yeah. you're saying. Something like that. Okay. I'll wait for Diablos to come back because he's, he's getting naked. He's stripping. Yeah, he's, he's getting naked again. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's been naked for like the, the, the off and on for the last two hours. So yeah, uh, depending <laughs> on the contest context, that's not, not a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so same question to you, Diablos. Uh, char cust character customization, the goods, the bads, and how can CIG improve? Um, the good is they actually have really detailed models and the sheer amount of, like, just in armor alone and ships, you have, what, 50-something ships with variants? Like 70 now? Let's, I can't even count. Let's focus on just the characters, though, for right like, now. We'll go over Just the, the characters? Yeah, okay, yeah. so they have, what, seven hairs and they've now got, only got four colors for the eyes, which annoys the shit out of me. Um, like, yeah, the faces is really annoying. If they had more faces, I wouldn't be that painful with it. But because there's only like what four faces, yeah, there's like, like four faces, faces and like eight hairstyles. Yeah, and, and that's it. Yeah, and then like just from that, like I can make decent characters, but I actually end up looking samey. Mm -hmm. It still look. There's they need way more base character faces to even do that system. And I have seen other games use the same system that Star Citizen does. It's not, we're not, Sarsid is not the only guys who use that weird face morph system. I've seen like two other games, I can't remember what they are, use the same system. 
Um, Happy? Closes to my mic now. You're good. You're just very breathy. I th- I'm guessing you, you, you you've uh, caught a caught a cold. It's 8 a.m. Yeah. Um. So what? How can they improve uh, the system? Do you think? Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> What's that? Um. Who you me? Um, yeah, yeah, they need yeah. more faces. Like they they need a lot more faces. Uh, they also need some other ways of tweaking the face besides blending. Mm-hmm. Like you do the blending system, but also do a way of making your eyes bigger or smaller, or changing the height of it without actually using the blending to do it. Because when you blend an eye to be a higher position, you have to change the eye. You're mixing two different eyes to be two different positions. If if yeah, if you don't do that, you just end up getting. Like you can't get the well, the eye you want, and then move it up and down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna echo all of y'all's y'all sentiments. I think the face the, the 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 face morphing feature is interesting because one of the things it will do is force players to look like something. Uh, it prevents Skyrim Hero of Kavach or not Skyrim uh, Oblivion Heroes of Heroes of Kavach uh, syndrome. Heroes of my can, crotch. Where you, where you can make like a blue, a guy who's blue, who looks like uh, like some eldritch abomination that got shit out of Cthulhu's like fourth rectum uh, and is running around like 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 a fucking weird alien man. Like the, the, those sorts of things, which people are like, oh, that's funny, though. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't fit in with Thrustedons as an immersion thing. So I do like the morph system. I think it works. But I think I agree with both of y'all that there needs to be more more fine control. And more more faces, more ways of morphing into that. Sometimes. I would say, you know, just like many things in Star Citizen, it is good enough. Yes, for, for now. now. Yeah. But eventually, there will come a point where it will have to expand or change or advance in some way for it to become worthwhile again. Now, I also would like, say, give us like five more faces, and everybody's going to be happy for the next three years. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's all we and- need. And then the other thing is is that's important to think is is body sculpting. I think that's something that's going to be needed in the in the future as well. And I know the CIG has talked about it as as far back as 2018 that they want to be able to do body slides to be able to have your you uh, you're never going to be chungus, you know, thick boy. You're never going to be able to do that, but like having going from being perfectly sculpted to being very very skinny or like a little a little beer belly is probably a good idea in the future anyways because yeah. it makes things a little bit more unique and MMOs are all about the uniqueness of your character uh, it's it's very very much the the appeal for a lot of people who play it so um let's move on to the next one which is fashion clothing uh Diablos I know is very passionate about this so uh, <laughs> just because I know he, he's ranted to me several times about the problems of Star Citizen clothing. <coughs> uh, Diablos, what does CIG do well with clothing? What do they do poorly with clothing and how can they improve? Well, what they, female characters, no, yeah, yeah. Just, just to start off with that, there's hardly any equivalencies in clothing. Even now, you got stuff from when they first put the two character models in saying, oh, this is not available for females. And then you're like, four years down the track, this is still not available for females. So I'm like, come on. Like, you've got all... It's, it's. I know it's not priority, but you're going to have to eventually... Squadron 42 is going to have to have it because if they're going to have... Uh, Chris Roberts is going to make you wear civilian clothing sometime. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. There's going to be a, like a... You have to walk into an area with clothing on because it's Chris Roberts. Yeah. Um, 
besides that, with the clothing, with the tops and bottoms and stuff, we need to have a way of blending it in with armors somehow. Like being able to wear clothing with armors, so you can actually wear clothing, just slap a body armor over the top of it, and do ground missions in areas with oxygen. So you don't have to bloody, like, have to switch all the time. You just grab some chest armor, slap it on, and you can actually do some FPS missions with, like, a chest on, with, like, a coat or something. So that will look so much better than you having to, like, go full suit, then go out of suit, then clothing, then vice versa. Space Cutter. Clothing, goods, bads, and how can they improve? So the goods is that CAG, seeing as, you know, Star Citizen is roughly a thousand years in the future from now, they have this huge space where to move with clothing design. And for the most part, they are actually using this free range of movement where the clothing kind of looks like what you would see around here right now, but it also kind of has that futuristic feeling to it. I like that. There are also quite a few options, in my opinion. Uh, but to be fair, I don't wear clothing that much when I'm a game. Uh, what they do bad is what Diabolus said, that we can't wear armor over clothes. And to do this, they would actually have to overhaul the entire port system for equipment, which is never, ever going to happen because it's going to break so many things. Mm-hmm. It's going to break everything. Nothing's going to work. Remember when they made Mobby Glass? Uh, interchangeable and broke the mobby glass for like three months. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen just with everything. Uh, what they could improve? Uh, oh, I actually can't think of much. But you know, ob- obviously giving us more options because I understand that there are a lot of people out there who actually wear clothing uh, in landing zones and they're actually doing that that whole thing. So you know, if those people want to have more options, that's great. Even if it's just colors or, or patterns, that kind of stuff. Also, yeah. More clothing, like I know we have some. You can buy them on the, in New Babbage. You have like uh, winter clothing that actually has some temperature resistance. Yeah. So do more of that. Like I want to go hiking on Microtech without the the Novikov suit. Mm-hmm. That that could be fun. Without <laughs> <laughs> freezing your balls off. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the the one thing I'm gonna say, the, the thing that CAG does well is they have. They're, they're starting to, right now, expand the range. So it's no longer just the same things we've had forever. Like the the addition of the Ninetales clothing armor, clothing pieces are really nice. Uh, and they seem to be continually improving and getting more uh, clothing out there. And that's good. Uh, there are lots of options now. The bads are much longer lists, though. They do not have many clothing clothing options for the female characters. And then on top of that, they CIG is very hesitant to give feminine clothing for female characters, and I do not know why. It's such yeah, a strange. Well, the thing is, is that like, yeah, like if 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 CIG is like, we want to make sure everything is unisex. Men wear kilts and skirts. It's like not just like. Today, but historically, it's been a thing. <laughs> like, it's not. You know, anatomically speaking, men should be wearing skirts. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> talk, talk to any Scotsman who wears a kilt; they'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like those sorts of things would be fine. And and I think their CIG is worried about any kind of uh, backlash from people who don't play the game at all about stuff like that. But like, there wouldn't be that sort of option's been in like Fallout Four. It's been in in games forever. Like no one cares. Like it's just an option you can do. Um, and 
I think I think that is is something that CIG is going to need to tackle at some point, because as much as like everyone looking, you know, having, you know, shirts. Oh, another thing. Shorts. We don't have any shorts. We, when you tell me the 30th century, the shorts don't exist. Uh, true. We don't have any shorts. Where are the shorts? No shorts. Short with maple. <laughs> it's hot uh, as fuck in a Hurston. We yeah. You know, I wouldn't want that air on your skin, though. <laughs> well, that's, that's the that's other true. problem that's <laughs> I, 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 if, you know, if i'm running through microtech if i'm doing if i'm doing microtech if i'm running around in microtech like an inside new babbage I'm, i want to have my 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 gym shorts in a in a, in a the white like a like a, a oh crap a i already break my pants now i have to go out to my ship that's parked in the blizzard outside <laughs> 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 but you know i'm actually pretty sure because you have the npcs running around new babbage i am pretty sure yes. some of them have shorts I am. Yeah, but we don't have the ability to. We wear. don't have. Them. Yeah. That, that's also another thing, kind of a side note on this. There is a lot of clothing and a lot of gear that is in game and it's used by NPCs, but it's in no way acquirable by players. Mm-hmm. They, they resolve this a little bit with the loot system because they're. I'm not, I'm not sure how much I can say without breaking TOS. <laughs> but the way CIG does loot is. They say this container at this location has this loot table. And yes. the loot table says, this is the item tag that can be contained in this. Yeah. And you look up the tags, and this is going to give you like rough groups of items, and it's going to yield a couple hundred items per container. And it's going to give you like probability where it's like 0. 0.00 something. Mm-hmm. And this is how they inadvertently actually enabled players to get items we couldn't ever dream of getting. Uh, and since they have the eight AR, yeah, I actually got one of those. That was fun. Yeah. So, so it's it was kind of inadvertent, and CIG have I I don't think they had they know that they did this, and they just probably thought okay the probability is so low it doesn't matter, and they I've been noticing that they've been removing them because they have the option to exclude tags from the loot tables, and it gets complicated, and it took me a very long time to figure out. So I you guys, be glad it's in the armory. It took me like a month to figure out. The <laughs> five funny is there's been some of those guns, like some guns have been in the files for ages. The Zion rocket launcher was in the file, fully built for like two years before loot tables came in. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this gun? It hasn't popped up anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's not the only one. There's there's a lot of guns and a lot I of know. gear and a lot of armor. It's yeah, like I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Like somewhere, there's a 0.001% chance you're gonna find it in a, in a box. Yeah, and and uh, we'll we'll talk about that. I think we can talk a little bit here. I think I think that's another thing to point out. There is like customization is now high, heavily tied to looting, which I don't like. I don't think that's a good method. I think it's a I think it's a good stopgap, but like Star Citizen as a looter shooter doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Um. But uh, what this loot system, not this loot system, especially not this loot system. Like this loot system is nice, but it needs to, it need it needs larger numbers of NPCs. It needs more missions. It needs quanta. There's like lots of things this this system needs. It's super bare bones compared to what it should be. Which, the main yeah. problem with the loot system is the tag mm-hmm. system that they have, where they say, okay, this container has this tag, and that's a couple hundred items. Yeah. So your probability, like they adjust the probabilities on, on some things a little bit. So you, uh, when you go to caves, there's almost a certain chance you're going to find the medical tool. Or when you go mm-hmm. to outpost, there is definitely going to be a multi-tool in one of the gray boxes. 
So they adjust these, but most of the other items, the probability is is nothing. So if I they like want when the players to was like hundred percent, yeah, yep. yeah, that was fun. That was fun, and then now they actually have the placeholder specialists that I keep finding arms in every box I open. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's broken, but it's it's fine. Uh, so I have like twenty of those arms now because why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll continue on. Like the. The thing that the the problem you need to wear clothing over over armor, all that kind of thing. Um, more variety like backpacks for clothing, just a backpack you could equip to a clothing would be nice, or into like a backpack. Uh, there is one. There is one, and it's a it it was you know there's the backpack that came with the ranger. ranger you had to yeah. buy the concept ranger to get it. That that's the only backpack that's actually part of clothing that you can wear and actually store stuff in it. So you had to buy a concept ship from three years ago, which you can't get anymore. You can't buy that anymore. Yeah. So. Uh, even when it comes back on sale, you can't get that 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 clothing item. So, I, I have it. Nice. <laughs> I think I think this the solution is the solution to that is CIG needs to start implementing armor that is designed and coded for clothing. So you have the armor, the armor that's just for your your player character for that requires an undersuit, and then armor that is designed for regular clothing to wear. Which is a pain in the ass, and I'm sure it'll, but it'll, it'll be a solution, a stopgap solution, so they wouldn't have to break everything in order to make. You see the pain in my face when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's one of those things that's going to need to happen, especially if CIG wants to, and it's a Chris Roberts game, so it's definitely going to happen. Going to push you to get out of your your armor and your spacesuit and get into clothing. They're going to they're Uh, going to do that at some point because it's something they want to do. So. You know, I think one day I'm gonna roll up to finally I'm gonna one day I'm gonna finally get hired by CAG, and I'm gonna roll up to the office and they're gonna be like, oh, this is where you find all these all these things. And I'm gonna be like, I know, I know. <laughs> I have been sending you guys emails about bad data for years now. <laughs> uh, you oh, almost got a job at CIG, didn't you? I, I had an interview. Yeah. Twice, but both times they first time they said that go finish your master's degree. Yeah. Second time they said. That I would have to move, and I couldn't move because I was still doing my master's degree. Uh, so I think I will wait before I go a third time. Yeah, I think I will wait because the only thing that they do right now that I'm actually qualified for is is Quanta, mm-hmm. and I believe that team is staffed up for now. Uh, so I think I will maybe wait a year because I'm because actually the job I currently have I I don't want to give away too much, but I work in banking now. As okay. a software developer, so it's very, very similar in nature to Quanta. So I think if I stay with this for a year or two, gain some experience, I think that's going to be a major selling point for CIG yeah. to hire me for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to you getting hired because the, there's that there's that pathway that I have. I have a curse where people people I know and or chat on my chat end up getting hired by CIG, and they'll find I'll find that out half my org went to CIG. Yeah. <laughs> CIG, if you're listening, you have my email, you have my resume, give, give me a call. <laughs> um, and I know CIG is pretty good at about, about uh, if you like, if you're, you're really passionate about database management, like they'll, they'll, they'll move you over to that, that uh, over time if you, you oh, know, get you trained on it. I, so. I, I am very passionate about databases. Like I've been <laughs> saying this for, on every captain's table I've been on. CIG needs to give us people who make player-made tools like the Armory and the, the DPS calculator. You guys, they don't want us to be data mining this stuff. They they don't want us to do this. They they have <laughs> explicitly said this to me multiple times. They they don't want me to do this. 
So I'm like, well, if you don't want me to do this, just give us an API where I can pull this from mm -hmm. your own servers and I don't have to worry about all the stuff about data mining. And, and you know, at, at some point, I, I just figured, you know what, just give me a case of beer and I'm going to do it my own damn self because <laughs> I need it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, you know how many hoops I have to get through to get a conversion for the others? Because oh, yeah, both, I, I realized after the fact that both of you have, have many, very much experience with Star Citizen's files uh, and pulling them out and, and manipulating them and knowing how much CIG does and doesn't do to the, to the various files. So. Uh, we actually have a guy, I have a mate of mine who can pull the files and also tell you exactly where every location is on the planet, even if they're unmarked. And every, like, the full, like, map, he can actually, we got a system that we can get the whole map and then every location and distance from every other location. Like the yeah. full drag, like triangulation, triangulation. up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wrote a little thing like a couple months back when they announced the new Iron Halo stations or the new Lagrange Point stations. I made a little script that calculates intercepts between kind of the paths between the stations and planets and the Iron Halo for mining. It's a, it's a cool little spreadsheet. Hmm. All right. Took way um, too much but yeah, I think I think I'll just finish off with my my thoughts on the clothing. More female clothing, more feminine clothing, because and make it unisex. Who cares? Uh, it's the 30th century. Grow up. Uh, the uh, then also combat clothing. We need something that's like designed for combat or for you know like a bulletproof vest of some kind to give you a little bit of protection. Hey, because make it a little talking bit more about like. Unisex clothing. That two, the couple episodes of Star Trek: Next Generation, where the the muscle dude is just strutting through Ooh. in the background with a skirt on. Yeah, yeah. S dress. It was a full dress. But he didn't. He didn't even give a crap. He just went yeah. woof, and you're like, oh, that looks good. Yeah, that dude. That dude was was that. That dude had legs though. That that man had legs. Yeah. If you if you know what I'm talking about, those of you who know watching, it, like season one and season two, that dude had legs for days. He could like he he looked like he could crush cars with his thighs, kind of kind of kind of dude. Um, but yeah, the, we're the, definitely getting demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about an, a, a, a PG TV show, by the way, it was PG. <laughs> yeah, um, whoever at YouTube was listening to this, wondering if this would get demonetized. They, they, they just immediately, they immediately, they immediately turned that off. They didn't even hear me when I said that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the 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 next one. Let's get into the the parts that are uh, that are a little bit more popular in terms of discussions about customization. FPS, uh, space code. Let's start with you. What are what what's good about FPS customization? What's bad about FPS customization? And how would you improve it? Uh, suggest CIG improve it. The the good things are. There is so much armor. There are so many options in terms of color, uh, you know, type, what it does, how it looks. And you can combine this in whatever way you would like. The game doesn't care. You can have core of one set, arms of another set, legs of another set, some backpack you found by the side of the road, and a helmet that you took off some poor bastard. The game is fine with this. This is amazing because then it lets people create actually very cool armor sets that I've seen people wear around the verse. And you can actually customize your what you're wearing to towards the mission that you have. Though, I mean, the currently the armor stats, pretty much the Maybe. most major part is inventory capacity <laughs> and how much space it takes. The damage reduction is somewhat questionable in parts of how it works. I, I have done a lot of testing and I haven't been able to determine. There's 
hitbox issues as well before you start on that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of hitbox issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how would you improve it? Uh, that's actually very difficult. Uh, I think I think CAG kind of... Actually, I'm going to talk about weapon customization first. Also, they're doing this very well. There are not that many attachment options, but or attachment type options, but it's good enough to where you can change your weapon to do what you want it to do. I would be happier to see if we had some Ghost Recon type customization, something a little more in-depth, uh, but this is fine for now. Maybe eventually we're going to get it, but if we don't, it's fine. But what I would improve is actually not the FPS customization, it's the inventory. I'm sorry, CIG, you screwed up. I don't like it. it physicalized inventory is great, but this drag and drop system, it's it's bad. It's not good. Oh, sorry, they're not they're not they're not changing that. Sorry, they're not changing that. They're changing yeah, they, it to having the space in the backpack like Diablo. <laughs> yeah. So so th I think that was kind of a weird step where you, you I mean yeah I know you can double click the gear to equip it and then or you can drag and drop. This is fine. It looks nice. Sometimes it works, sometimes, emphasis on the sometimes. But I would much rather go back to the system we had before. Maybe not as part of your mobby glass. Maybe, you know, it can be a part of the inventory screen. I don't care. The inventory screen looks good. It works okay. But, you know, let me, you know, give me a list of the slots I can equip into and just let me select into those slots from a UI without dragging. It's never going to happen. We're going to be stuck with this drag and drop system forever. <sighs> eventually, yeah. I will stop complaining about it. You'll, eventually, you'll just get used to it. Yeah. Uh, um, and you, you were talking about, about uh, FPS weapons. Is there anything you way you'd improve the FPS weapons? One thing. CAG, fix your in-game descriptions, please. Because I get at least one question a week from someone using the armory where they're like, oh, why do you list range of this weapon as this when the description in game says says this? I'm like, well, because my range is calculated from the game files. And that is the actual range of the weapon, not what CIG do in their localized descriptions. CIG, so, <laughs> fix your data, please. They actually have... Please. Oh, yep. Oh, well, I, I think I understand why they do that, though. Because I think their their data, what they have in the descriptions is designed what it's supposed to be, like what they want it to do versus what they have in the game, with the, which it actually is right now. I think it's more of like, like they Gen change, is they change the behavior of the weapons so often mm -hmm. it just wouldn't be counterproductive to go around changing descriptions of things. Yeah. But what I am afraid of is that when we come to a point where this is more or less stable, and it's a good opportunity to update all of this, like go through the entire several 10,000 lines of descriptions for things mm -hmm. and fix them. They're not going to do it. No. Oh, why no, like CAG, fix your naming conventions, it? please. Major headache. Fix naming conventions, please. All right. Sure Diablo is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, uh. I've, I've had a peek at some of that too. Yeah. What the fuck is, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, it needs to cleaned up. Uh, Diablos, uh, your thoughts on FPS uh, customization, weapons, armor, so on and so forth. Good, the bad, uh, and what can they improve? The amount of armors you get is insane. The issue I have is when you have two armors named white, 
and one is off-white and one is white. So you've got the like the full white set and then you go, oh, I'll get that Centaurian helmet with the light on the top and I'll slap that on there. Nope, different colour. Not the same white. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is I totally forgot about off-white? this one. <laughs> then you got like, like everything else. Sometimes uh, you have the colour yeah. set different across the same set of armour. Like mm. if it's different across two armistices, like if it's blue and the blue and blue and the blues are different, that would be like, okay, fair enough. But if it's the same armor set and it looks different, I'm going to get mad. And there are a lot of those. I, I do like how lazy one of the armor sets is for, um, so you know how you're doing um, Orison, the, uh, that, uh, the Orison Siege of Orison, you got the third dude who's in the Defiance set. Mm-hmm. That's the same, that's exactly the same besides the chest plate. The head, the arms, and the legs are the same set that you get from the subscriber store. It's just the different chest with the Nightdale logo. Okay, but besides that, um, I love the fact that they're giving AI their own sets. Like, they're the same armors, but their own color sets. And I love that, like, because if you get any Ninetales armor, you can pretty much mix and match the whole set of them and get your own set of gear out of it. So you can have, like, the Defiance legs... Or like the um the legs from one, and then you get the chest from another, the arms from another, and the head from another, and that looks right, like it it fits correctly. That's I love that. I don't like the fact that then you got other colors that don't match. Like I said, the other ones I do like is the simple fact is you got um the uh, the undersuits sometimes don't matter, which I don't mind because some suits only have the little chest, but they, like suits like um. Uh, the Morozov set doesn't matter what undersuit you're wearing; it'll be the same. They need they need another way of doing differentiation between what, what different armor sets do. They need actually something else on top of it rather than just looks. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to use Morozov, it's better for something else compared to something else rather than just oh, it's forty percent because it's heavy. There more more granular reasons to choose it rather than just being. I yes. believe at at some point in Inside Sources or SC Live. They talked about how different helmets are going to alter your HUD. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's a st- still a thing because that was many moons ago. Yeah. Uh, but I believe eventually they will extend this to armors and have them having different properties. Because I know that they were looking, for a period of time, they were looking into armors having different resistances to different damage types. And that got scrapped. I don't think it even made it out of PTU. And that mm-hmm. was probably a year ago. Uh, so I think they're looking at this, but they never actually pushed it through the whole pipeline. So I think they probably determined it needs a little bit more work. Yeah, yeah. Bring back the helmet HUD. The whole helmet that's comes around your face, and you have ultra wide, ultra widescreen. You're screwed. Because your half the screen's <laughs> gone because you get a helmet. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> um, one of the things I, I I can I'll piggyback on that one is is uh, CIG has talked about the resource or talked about the turning spaceships into or turning sh- uh, suits into spaceships. And one of the major things that's important to add to that is spaceships are eventually going to need resources. So we know we need fuel now, but eventually your power plant is going to need to be turned on through fuel fueling and there will be a, a wear out date. And you'll have to replace parts and all sorts of things. I think with Star Citizen, the suits are probably also going to need that as well, which will add and like how there are uh, those slots, you know, you'll have with a ship that can you can do different add-ons the, the 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 server blades i'm sure there's going to be some similar system with suits where you can have like different programs or different things add-ons you can make that will improve that that armor to a very specific thing i think that is probably a better option than having 
this heavy armor as plus 40 protection plus this. But if you had, uh, you had this little add-on, we're like, oh, it'll, you know, electrified weave. Now it also is has an additional resistance against, uh, you know, energy weapons or whatever. So some 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 additions to to customize the look without having to like or customize the the effect without having to change the look would be kind of a cool ad, a, addition. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think right now what they do well with FPS is variety. I'm going to echo that variety is, is key. There's a lot of variety. If you want to look unique, it does not take much work to look unique. It's it's fairly easy to do so. And to get your own look is not that difficult. FPS in terms of customization is great. Uh, they've got lots of different options for scopes and underbarrel attachments and and uh, front barrel attachments. Uh, but what they can improve we need on hand grips. is hand grips. We need grips. Hand grips. Yeah. grips. We need hand grips. We need uh, we need hand grips. We need. Uh, the funny thing is, the custodian actually is a hand grip. It is yeah. a, a hand grip as on the front. same system yeah. as everything else, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. We also need. Um, Stock options, be able to swap out stocks. Yeah. We need to be able to um, swap out magazine. We need to have longer magazine options, shorter and longer magazine options. Uh, lots of more of those those customizations you'd see as I think what you were saying, Space Coder, like Ghost Recon style. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, the, the thing that I'm actually missing the most about weapon attachments is something that I use a lot in real life, which is canted iron sights. For, yeah. Because when you have a scope... And having those iron sights as a backup for close range yeah. is very useful. Some some of the ability to do that, um, and then also for for colors, there. This is it's going to be a ship, and this is we're going to get into it because the hex code thing is one of the reasons why I, I talked about this. We need to be able to paint our our armors because holy balls is trying to find a specific color set in a fucking loot table annoying as shit. It is dumb. It is. Like, oh yeah, I, I have to work super hard to get this custom, several, the super custom uh, outfit where I'm going to die two minutes later because of a bug, like, and then lose it all. And like, it's just not fun. It's not engaging. It's not interesting to do. It's, it's just going to cause and has caused a lot of people just to default to whatever they can find to buy rather than finding some, some cool stuff. Um, that's dumb. It, it needs, that needs to like change. And I know that CIG wants us to go dumpster diving through the various uh, loot lo locations and get stuff. It, and I, I can tell you, Paul, I went through loot box. Like I went through hundreds of boxes and I was grabbing everything. Everything that was a thing I was grabbing. Mm -hmm. I still couldn't get a full set of one car of any yeah. type of set. Like not even yeah. a set, like the full like head, chest, arms, legs of pink. I had hyper, I had pink, I had purple, but I couldn't get a full set of both, like of either. Mm -hmm. like like and i played hundreds of hours and i can't find yeah. one yeah there's kind of two things i i think about it one is that i think there might be some bug with how loot is generated because i keep getting the same things like i keep getting you know the placeholder specialist green arms everywhere i have never seen the, another piece of that armor i just get like two three of them in some yeah. boxes and second i think cag is doing what cag does where they are removing common items from stores just to force us to go around looting because that's what CIG do to force players to do things rather than to make it rewarding just make it the only option. Yep. Uh, oh, you, you want to you test this thing? Make everything else extremely hard to make money on to make that the money maker. Yeah. That's how you test it. <laughs> we, we have seen this how many times? 
mining, then yeah. rock mining, it's, hand mining in between. It's a bad method. I don't like it. And I know CIG does it because it, it must work for CIG because they, they, seem, they seem to love doing it. And it work, they, so they keep doing it. It's, it's incredibly easy for them. Yeah. It, it's, they just change some values and that's it. Like they don't actually have to motivate players to do it because they literally they hold you at gunpoint and be like, well, if you want to do something, you have to do it our way. Uh, and, and I think that's that's my biggest um, pet peeve when it comes to all of customization. We'll talk about that as well later, but which is that CIG does not want to let go. They are holding on to control of what customization is, and they do not want to let go. And I think in the long run, it will hurt them unless they start relaxing some of that and let let players be creative. Because you can't, on one end, say, we love when players are creative and doing creative things, and then force you to find uh, the only way you can get purple armor is if you loot for 3,000 hours. Like, that's dumb. That's counterproductive. It doesn't encourage people to loot. It just encourages people to not be creative, to be more just whatever, play play in the regulation way. You have to actually like ask on the metal, like out, like oh, okay. Does anyone have this? I need to buy this and that. And that's for, it's good for gameplay if you want to sell stuff. Yeah, but for a oh. while I was actually considering making an extension to the armory, which would be an item marketplace where people could trade. Mm-hmm. It, it's still in design. Like there's a diagram somewhere in my notes, but the amount of insanity I would have to go through <laughs> to implement it is just. Well, that's the thing. Something like that would work great if there was a way to do it. But there's yes. no real easy way to, to have players do a swap meet to drop yeah. off the, to, to sell and those sorts of things. If that was kind was... of the major thing why it failed kind of the viability study, so mm-hmm. to speak, is that there's no guaranteed safe way for players to do this. Like, let's say I do this. I spend a couple hundred hours implementing this this website to do this. First guy comes along does a trade gets robbed suddenly mm. it's my problem i am the one responsible because i am the one who facilitated it and that's not a position that i would like to be in that's not a position i would anyone want to be yeah. in so until cag kind of gives us the tools to do this in game it's just counterproductive to do this yeah. which is sad there needs to be some sort of structured way of trading there also needs to yeah. be a, some some sort of way where uh, you know, chat suggested some sort of auction house uh, or something like it. And I know CIG doesn't. CIG is allergic to the idea of doing what works. They would rather take something that works and then add 30 greebles to it just because they want to make it sound unique and interesting when it's just that same thing, but with random piping it added to it. You know, that's, that's not how CIG does it. CIG, they go like, okay, they. this is what happens at CIG when they need to do something. They open up the Jira, they open up the Epic for the thing, and they're like, we need to do thing. Mm-hmm. They sit down in their little meeting room, and they talk about doing the thing, and then they break it out into a bunch of user stories. And what they end up doing is, they like, oh, here's the thing we need to do that's done in every single MMO out there. So we're going to forget every single MMO out there, we're going to do it our own way. We're going to do it in an insanely complicated way that's going to take us two years to do, and it's only going to be halfway done when we release it. We're going to make a huge noise, huge amount of noise about releasing it. And then it's not going to work and it's going to suck and everybody's going to complain. And then we're going to, a couple of years later, we're going to change it to where it's actually going to work. That's how CAG does it. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, and that's that, that's not wrong. Like, there's lots of examples. If you yeah. want to see a speed run version of that, look at hover mode. That's yeah. exactly what happened with hover mode. Yes. Um, and the, the thing is, like, every single game developer and software developer that plays Star Citizen, when they see this, they just go like, why? Why? That's me. Every time a major patch releases, is like, why? And why? I, I, get, I, could, I could do this in half the time for a tenth of the money, and it would work. I, I, think, I think the reason comes down to um, twofold. Not enough resources. And too much ambition. Yeah. It's just generally what it is. And the 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 the, the fundamental problem when it, when it comes to a lot of this these thing these these issues, especially with customization, is it's not seen as important or it may not be seen as as vital uh compared to other aspects of the game. Which, to be fair, right now it's not a huge issue. But we're getting to the point in the next two years, I'd say when we already see a huge growth, they're already talking about a new player experience, which is something they were allergic to up until now. Now, suddenly they look at their, their numbers and they're going, holy shit, there's a lot of people showing up. And so they're going, we need to figure out a way to do something to get these new people in. And the thing is, is that once new players get over the, ooh, ah, shiny, the first thing that most MMO players will do is try to make themselves look unique. And if they're like, oh, the only way you can look unique is by spending 7,000 hours grinding loot crates inside inside bunkers to find the right outfits you want, they're going to go, fuck that. And, fuck that. And, and not bother. And and as CIG, this is, only, this is even CIG's philosophy. CIG wants to make players attached to their gear and attached to their ships. And to do that, they're going to need to loosen the reins a little bit and let players be able to customize the stuff on their own and not force it behind a bunch of gameplay that nobody wants to play. So. And I mean, kind of an elegant solution I had someone suggest to me at some point was, uh, okay, let's say that some gear is not available in stores. Like, let's say it's not commonly available, but you can go to a specialized store somewhere yeah, yeah. and you're going to pay for it more money and it's going to say, okay, your item will be delivered in X amount of hours. And you're going to come back there and it's going to give you your item. This would work perfectly, like, and, okay, let's say it works based on rarity of items, and you would have to wait many, many hours for something to get there. It's fine. People yeah. will still go through with this. Diablo should Because uh, I think it's more productive. Diablo to... should muted. Uh, yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> you could do that system. Sorry, I just realized that. I'm like, oh. You could do that system, but you have it a player-based order system. So you put the order in, and a plays can sell it to that thing for a high price. So, like, you want you you spend hundred grand for an armor set, and people can deliver it to there and make like fifteen grand for the arms or ten grand for the legs and stuff like that. You can so find like a other list players. Of, yeah, like a, like yeah, a, like like, yeah. A, like an order sheet. Like we need this many. We need these these arms here. We'll buy this. This group will buy like this. This NPCs will buy these these arms so they can sell them. You know, turn them around yeah. kind of thing. So. God, the concurrency like code required to do that. Yeah. Oh God, no! <laughs> um, but you know, with the with the new stuff they have for server shards, it could actually be doable, at least on a shard level. I don't know how well it would sync across multiple shards, but they, they do oh, have yeah. some very interesting improvements to the net code and the synchronization between shards. Yeah. Well, you Maybe. know what they did when um when uh, because I was online when the uh, first wave of Orson kicked over. 
They had 120 player servers, right? And they split the server live to 70. Like, mm-hmm. when people were on it, they literally split. They, no one got kicked. They just split the server. There was yeah. one group of my friends on one side of the server and another server got split to another one. So they can do that live. That's called, uh, like, server meshing split, but, like, it's separate yeah. servers. Like, they split the server into yes. two separate servers. Yes. Live. Okay. So it's definitely they're testing something out. Um, but that was that was all talking about FPS stuff, and we kind of dipped yeah. into the other things. Yeah. Let's talk about ship customization, because this is the big one that a lot I, of people harp on. Uh, I, I will start. I will, uh, very quickly, I was, this is what I was doing on the side here. I was going through my hangar. For ship customization, I have spent 421 USD on paints. That's how much money I spent to customize my ships. Uh-huh. So there's a reason why CIT doesn't want to stop it. Yeah, I get that. But eventually they can't have the only way you can customize your ships be pull out the wallet. Especially yep. with the with with the, the ridiculous prices of skins, because yeah, people like us will pay for thirty dollars for red on a ship because we think it looks cool because we want to support the project. No, but sorry, but at the end of that of, of that that whole that whole thing, eventually when they get more and more people, when more people show up, when the main bulk of the audience for Star Citizen shows up, which I can then still isn't here yet. CHG seeing seeing them start to show up now, but they won't spend thirty dollars on a skin, and they will still want customization options because again, MMOs are about customization. They're about being unique. They're about finding making making your own epic character, whatever. That's why people stay around and play with their those characters for longer periods, and they need something in game to let them do that. And just buying skins in game isn't going to be that 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 thing as well. So, um, but yeah, Diablo's goods, bads, and and uh, how to fix uh, ship customization. Okay. The goods. Okay, we got through that one. The bads. Uh, <laughs> so, the um, the sheer amount of skins we have are minimal. Some ships don't have any skins. A naughty jump for one is just white. Mm-hmm. I want my yacht not to be white, please, because it gets dirty. I don't want to like pressure wash the side of it every second day. Um, I actually had the shipping game for like my, uh, like four weeks without having a reclaim on it. And it was not looking good. Um, then like just the sheer amount of paints we got for one ship is a lot. And then some ships have nothing. Even if they, even, like this is, this is the way of fixing it. But like, if they want to keep a way of making it, so you still have to buy, like even in game, buy a skin for in game and have colors on that. So let's say like you this is this is not a hex code. This is I'm just saying Sergi might be doing this or not. You have to go to like, you know, Cousin of the Crows, buy a skin, and that skin can have five colours. Mm-hmm. So you pick one of five colours of that skin type. Now he's fucking loud. I, I turned you happens. down. I turned you down. I turned you down. Like, You're yeah. good. It's probably <laughs> it's probably a t- attenuation on Discord. That's probably what it what's doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's something in my back end. I got free I'm yeah. running for three different programs for Discord. Um, you're talking about the ship ship skins. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like the the only way they can fix it. The issue is they've got all this system, like um, this whole system now where people have all these skins. And like, if you go to Hexcode now, you have all these skins that are useless because you go to Hexcode. Like they've just they've made they've backed themselves to a corner. 
and now what's going to happen is I remember then when they removed Voyager Direct and all mm. your stuff was useless because all the stuff you could be bought in game. So then you had to sell all your shit back to game and you just have store credit. Although actually, no, you didn't have store credit. You only got back in UEC, which yeah. is why I got 100 grand of UEC on the market because I bought all this stuff through Voyager Direct back in the day and now I had to melt it all for store for credit, which was only in UEC. So I've got yeah. I, I, every, every patch I loaded in with 100 grand. Just because I bought stuff at UEC, that's going to happen again. You're going to have these. If they put in a paint system with a hex code, they now got this other system they have in place, which is the appliance system. Where all these other skins have, like, are sitting there. And you're like, how are they going to like? They've just backed themselves into a coding corner with that stuff. Okay, uh, how how would you improve it? Other than you said, basically, like giving like having a skin that has some multiple sets of colors on each skin so still have the skin system mm -hmm. and then being able to change like at least at least give each skin five colors like at minimum and then like even though that's a pretty shitty way of doing it at least then you can add more skins and then having different colors like you, you can make, like get a pearlescent skin like this skin is pearlescent so you can have multiple colors of pearlescent than a like a material paint, but even then it's still annoying to sh having to buy a full skin for it. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I had to deal with someone in chat who was being a little bit too serious about this whole thing. Uh, all right, Space Coder, what are your thoughts on on how to improve customization? What what do they do well? What can what do they do poorly, and how can they improve it? So so to, right now is going to be my moment of vindication. Okay. Because uh, like two, three years ago when I started making YouTube videos on Star Citizen, I made a video called Is Ship Customization Dead? Yeah. And everybody called me an idiot and an asshole back then because that was around when the first ship paints came out. They were mm -hmm. like, oh, that's never going to happen. CIG is never going to cancel a customization to sell paints. Who's laughing now, motherfuckers? I was right three years ago. And yeah. So basically, it's nice that we have paints that are sold for exorbitant prices and not all ships have them. Okay, this is fine. It's kind of the MMO thing to do. Elite mm -hmm. Dangerous does this too. Every other MMO does this. I expected nothing else. Mm -hmm. My problem is that CAG initially promised us full customization. They have actually shown off a couple demos of this working. Well, on the mm -hmm. Saber. The Saber and the Hangar changing colors yeah. on the fly, yeah. Yeah, so they have actually shown this off working. So they clearly have a working demo somewhere. Or they at least have an idea on how to do this. They probably don't know how to store the information and propagate it correctly into the game, which is understandable, but I think it's going to get solved with persistent entity streaming and the storage changes that are doing with that. But like Diabolus said, they have essentially cornered themselves because now if they do introduce customization, then... What prevents people from making the paid paints? Nothing, unless you introduce arbitrary limits on what colors and patterns can be used. By which, since you have flat colors as pattern or as skins, and you have basic patterns like camo and that kind of stuff as patterns on those paid skins, you have essentially locked yourself out of 75% of all customization options if you've made it fully customizable what you're gonna do now cag it's it's a catch-22 basically I, you're I either gonna go ahead yeah you're either gonna piss off one group or you're gonna piss off the other group 
I have so, a sol- I, I have an interesting solution for this because this, this is something because this is uh, it's another CryEngine game. So I know it works in the engine. So it's not it's they, they can't whinge and complain that it's an engine limitation because it's not. It's both it's not. off the same te- technology. MechWarrior Online has a system where you can purchase a pattern. That pattern comes with paint. You can replace those, those that pattern with whatever paint you have. And you can have a set of paints, um, basic paints that you own, plus every pattern has its own paint that comes with it, which is a different shade of different paints or a different, like like a pearlescent or whatever. And then what you do is, what CG do is easily say, everyone who has this common, these patterns with these paints, you have the pattern and the paint, and you can then use that paint on any ship you own, and you can use that pattern on every ship you, ship you own, um, or use that pattern because I think they're going to lock it to individual I ships. Combat troops. Whoa. Combat troops. I don't know why that got, what, turned on. Um, yeah. They could do that. that. That is a valid way where it's kind of like you, the middle road, you know, where you kind of piss off everybody. Yeah. And I think that's, that's going to be the only way out of here because they initially, I think they meant skins as kind of a rare thing to be yeah. very specific yeah. for like, well, events or, you know, occasions and you can also still make it difficult like for instance the only way you're getting a customized ship is if you take your ship to cousin crows you have the pattern ready you have the paints and maybe you have free paints that you can purchase or you can pay cousin crows to use certain paints and they have certain paints they'll use uh, which is it doesn't sound too unrealistic because if you go to any kind of customized auto shop they do have certain paints in stock usually but they don't have every paint that's ever existed so if you have some specific yeah. idea you're gonna have to order it and it's gonna or, or even maybe be like yeah. i don't know how to use that i don't know how to paint with that so um you go to a place you say i want my ship to be a special snowflake i don't care about this skin i want to have this skin but i want to take this camo skin and turn it all purples and pinks you could do it you take your ship to the to the, to the cousin crows, you give it to the cousin crows. They'll say, "We'll get it to you in a week." And now you have to lock that ship behind a week for a week and let that 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 paint happen. Or CIG has a special purple and pink camo color skin that they that comes pre pre approved. You take it to cousin crows. They apply it in a day. Yeah, that that's a solution, yeah, it's, it's a solution. to to allow for both to exist. And to 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 allow for it, it's this the similar concept of having it be uh, accessible to people who didn't pay for it, but easier, but but make it easier for people who did, kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think it's a solution to it. But as I think as you were saying, it's just going to piss everyone off because people who paid for that special snowflake skin or got oh, that unique skin for that you could only get through pre-order are going to be like, I paid extra money for this, for this skin. Uh, I want it. No one else is supposed to have it, but it's not like CIG hasn't Lit- done that before. The M50. Liter- uh, no, 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 <laughs> not, not just that. Like just, they just did it. They just did that. No, no, not, not like they still have to pay for it, but the Cutlass Black skin. Yeah. Yeah. That came the, with the, the original pirate pack. Like yeah. when Cross- I bought the game, it was my actual initial pack was that pack and it came with that skin. And then they released it by its own thing. Mm-hmm. So it's this. They're going to start selling the skins they sold originally in packs again. Yeah, and subscriber subscriber armor appearing in loot tables. And the reality is, is that um, I'm sure there were people who complained about it. I'm sure there were people who were screaming about it. But I don't visit Spectrum, so I don't because uh, it's 
for health reasons because you but, but, know. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit, Reddit loves you, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I will still occasionally browse Star Citizen's Reddit just to see what the, what the what the, uh, the the lunatics in the asylum are uh, who run the asylum are are saying about about the game. Um, but like generally speaking. I didn't see any issues. I didn't see any, a lot of people complaining about finding subscriber gear in, in the yeah. tables, you know? Uh, you see, every time my food is a little bland, I go on Spectrum. Plenty of salt. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, and I'm going to be an equal opportunist here. It doesn't matter what kind of salt it is. It could be people who are salty for the game, against the game, salty about uh, individuals who are in the game. It doesn't fucking matter. You, you, you want to see drama spectrum should be re, re, renamed, yeah. should literally be, be sold as a, as a, as a channel in cable packages for, for as a drama channel for people needing to watch it. Yeah. I'm going to take one more shot delicious. at spectrum is that, you know, uh, in winter around here, they salt the roads and every winter, the, the utility company that does the salting and plowing the roads, they complain they don't have enough salt. And every year I say, just go on spectrum, plenty just of salt there and it's free. I swear to God, they should name they should name a, a, a salt asteroid just Spectrum at some point. Um, <laughs> but that is my was, favorite note. Go ahead. I love the, the one one thing I love about Spectrum is you have one person complaining about something, and someone else complaining about that person complaining about something, and you're like you got this like the circle jerk of complaining about someone else complaining about something else. Yeah, and like, then what? the moderators lock it because the conversation is getting a little too personal. And then people complain, and then people complain about the moderators locking something that had a discussion when it was just a circle jerk of them complaining about something. Yeah, <laughs> I got my comment got removed, and I was having a legitimate conversation. And you read the conversation; it's like, why did you call his mom a fuck a fuck face? Well, he called my my uh, my wife a bitch. It's like you're twelve. You're 45 years old. Stop getting in fights on the internet over internet spaceships. Grow up. Holy shit. It's not that serious. <laughs> Says the man who's just did an hour long um, podcast complaining about how there's no, not enough uh, pretty things in, in the game. But, you, know. you see, you see <laughs> we're complaining in a structured and controlled way. Yeah. And, and a, you know what? I'm going to go on with the spectrum salt. You know, we're the, the, the streamers. You know, we, we yes, rule the this game. You know. yeah, yeah, we rule the game. We we have we have a pipeline that, directly that, to it. We, we nerf that, games. Nerf no, it's not that again. I already had to, <laughs> we already had to do that last week. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, I, I think we had a good conversation about this. Um, yeah. As always, if you're watching this after the case after the fact on YouTube, your thoughts. How how well does CIG do customization? What do they fall down on, and how could they improve in the future? Love to hear your thoughts. And make sure you're following uh, Diablos. On uh, well, I mean, the best place to find you is in game, but uh, your YouTube yes. is still somewhat active, right? It's uh, no, <laughs> no, at all. You do, you do, do Twitter. You do, and you do do updates on your. Uh, no, I accidentally. I don't. I don't retweet anyone, mm-hmm. and I accidentally hit retweet on your post about you had twelve thousand uh, twelve thousand subs. I'm like, yeah, I'll well, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do anything on like. I, I, I you post, post your you post nowhere. your your you post your uh, yeah your, once a year your 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 cosplay stuff there though so it'd be good on Twitter yes yeah very rarely uh, and then of it course the space coder have to make one the space coder uh, youtube.com slash the space coder and um, visit visit armory dot space coder dot space yeah armory dot the space coder dot space there's a lot of space the space yes lots of space and those um. Yeah. So go go there, check it out. Uh, it's 
Find out where you can find your custom special snowflake outfits. Yeah, find out where you should spend 7,000 hours grinding through a bunker. Yeah. For, it's going to gonna get, save you to looking get purple. for which yeah. bunker. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell me where the white, can you tell me where the white, Vic, uh, the white Inquisitor stuff is? Thanks. Just go to the armory. <laughs> and uh, as always, thank you for watching. If you're watching this live on Twitch, make sure you're hitting that follow button. Um, it helps out. You can, you'll know when we go live for all these sorts of things. We do this live at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific uh, on Saturdays. And what was I going to follow up? Oh, if you're watching this on YouTube after the fact, right above Diablis, is the link to the question and answers because I dropped them at the same time now and it seems that people enjoy that. So uh, go there right now if you want to watch some, a little bit more and just watch the next one. I'm looking at the question and answers content. right now because I have admin access and I can check them all. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. All right, sorry, sneezing. But we're going to move on to the question and answer session for those of you who are watching us live. Uh, so stick around and like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs>